Hagutivach, Motzi Shabbos, Parsha Shmois, Tavshin Pei Dalid. Tonight is the 11th yard site of Meir Berabi, Yoravatzadik, Rib Shleim Aleib, Ben Ramoshi Yitzchak, Zechreim Levracha, Rib Shleim Abrevda, Schusa Yogin Aleinu, Valkal Yisrael. I want to share with you what I shared with my Kehila today in the Drasha, <coughs> and I think it's Dover Chashav to help us give perspective to things in life. As we know, in Parag Dalid, Pasuk Yud, Moshe Rabbeinu is having a conversation with the Rabbeinu Shalaylam about his shlichus of being sent to Paroi. I'm not a man of words, not yesterday, not the day before. Because I speak with a heaviness. My Shrabedu had a hard time speaking. He had a speech impediment. And this, he says, is a problem for me to go speak to Paroi. And the Raman teaches us that. The Ramban teaches us that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, You are the Melech Malchi Amlochim. You the Adoin Hakal. This is the first time in history that a person is being sent to another person as a Shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to send out an entire nation. Yes. Avram, Avimelech, Parai, they're mices like that. But here, you have an entire nation of Klai Yisrael being enslaved by Parai. And I'm being sent as a shliach. Send them out or else. It is not covered for the Melech Malchi Amlochim that his shliach, his messenger, should not be able to speak properly. Should have a stutter, a lisp, whatever the speech impediment was a hard time speaking. He wasn't a clear and polished speaker. And he says this is not covered for the Rabbeinu Shalalem. Says the Ramban, so why is it that the Rabbeinu Shalalem did not remove that kvad peh? Why didn't the Rabbeinu Shalom heal him? Says the Ramban, because Moshe Rabbeinu did not dive into the Rabbeinu Shalalem to be healed. And since Moshe Rabbeinu didn't dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem did not heal him. Which in itself is a dover nifla ma'id. Continues the Ramban. But why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu Taka didn't dive into the Rabbeinu Shalom? Why didn't he dive into the Rabbeinu Shalom? I had this kvad peh. I have this kvad peh. And I can't speak in a normal fashion. Why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu daven for a Rafua Shalema from the Rabbeinu Shalaylam? Says the Ramban, The reason he did not want to have it removed, Says the Ramban, that we all know the famous story, the Medrash, the Medrash tells us that as a young boy in Paris palace, being brought up by Bisya, Pari's daughter. He was once sitting on Pari's lap, and he took off the crown from Pari's head. And the ministers got nervous, and they said, Oh, 
we think he wants to take the malchus from you, even though he's a baby. And Paris said, nah, that's what children do. They take things that's not with a cheshman. And they said, let's make a test. We're going to bring a bowl of jewels, and we're going to bring a bowl of golden, sizzling hot coals. And even though jewels are a little shiny, but not compared to red-hot glowing coals. And if it's just because he likes shiny things, he should go for the coals. But if he's going for the jewels, that means he has das already. And therefore we have to be careful. And who knows, maybe we should just get rid of him. And Moshe Rabbeinu started going for the jewels. And as we know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed the nace. And the Malach hit his hand over to the coals. And he burnt his hand and he put it in his mouth. Kederach people who do that to cool off their hands. And because of that, he burnt his mouth in a way. As a young child, how old was he? A couple years old. That till the end of his life, he was a chvad peh, chvad loshain. Because he was healed by Matan Taira. I think there's a medrash in the beginning of Ayikra. If I remember correctly, just thinking about it now. If Moshe Rabbeinu was healed by Matan Taira or not, like all the other chaylam. But at least till Matan Taira, Moshe Rabbeinu at that point is 80 years old. From a young child who is 80 years old, Moshe Rabbeinu remains with the speech impediment. Because he didn't daven that Hashem should take it away. Says the Ramban, why didn't he daven? Because it was a zecher of the nace that happened to him. What does that mean? It was a zecher of the nace that happened to him. That means Moshe Rabbeinu his entire life, as he's stuttering, as he's trying to talk to people, and perhaps people look at him, make fun of him. It would be a terrible tzara, Rahman al-Islam, people who suffer from such a thing. It's such a hard thing. But Moshe Rabbeinu didn't see that. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't see the fact that he burnt his tongue. You know what Moshe Rabbeinu saw in that Kvad Peh? He saw the Rabbeinu Shalom. He saw Nes. Hashem saved my life. That's what he saw. He didn't see a difficulty. He didn't see Tsar. He didn't see a Tsara. He saw Rabbeinu Shalom. And therefore, how is he going to take, why, does he, why would he ever take that away? Why would he take it away? Why would he take away his zikarain of the Rabbeinu Shalom in his life? When he looked back at that whole story, what did he see? He saw one thing. The Rabbeinu Shalom performed the nace, and that's not something I'm ever going to let go of. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu could be in a situation, and what he was focused on, what he zoned in on, was the Rabbeinu Shalom, and that was the story. What happens later on in his life, as we know, he goes out, he kills a Mitzri, the next day, two Yidin are fighting with each other, he slandered to Parai, as we know, Parai was about to kill him, he had the sword on his neck, and his neck turned to marble, and he was able to escape. Moshe Rabbeinu runs to Midjan. How old was Moshe Rabbeinu at that time? 13, 14? He wasn't old. How long did it, he was a god of? Moshe Rabbeinu stuck in Midian. Can't go back to Mitzrayim. What does Moshe Rabbeinu think about when he remembers and lives the story of having, growing up in the palace of Parai, eventually wanting to be killed by Parai and having to run away by Parai? Run, run away to Midian because of Parai. What did he remember? Did he have tainas on the Yidin who said Lashon about him? Did he have tainas on Parai? Was he living 
the tsara and the tsar and the aggravation of every part of that story? No. What does he name his child? Eliezer. He would have named the first child that, but he had a deal with Yisrael. He wanted to name his first child. That's the story. The story is Hashem saved me cherev paroi. I, the fact that I was in the tzara, I put myself in the tzara, other people put me in the tzara. That was all the details that are not negeya. You know what he remembers about that story? One thing. He names his child to never forget. Moshe Rabbeinu zones in on one prat to Rabbeinu Shalom. That's the story. And he makes sure he never forgets that. He keeps his speech impediment with all of its problems, with all of it as a tzara. There was no tzara to him. It was nace. It was the Rabbeinu Shalom's nace. I'm never going to let go of that. I'm stuck here in a midjan. I'm stuck here because I had to run away. Am I forbidden at the world? Am I wallowing in my pain and in my anguish, which he would have every right to do? No, he zoned in on one thing. You know what the story is about? That was the Kayach of Amosha Rabbeinu. To be able to be super focused and recognize this is the true story. Moshe Rabbeinu is shepherding the, sh- the sheep of Yisrael. And as we know, he comes to Haralikim Chereva. And he sees and he sees there's a snap. And he sees he sees that the thorn bush is boyer boish. It's burning, but the sne is enenu ukol. It's not being consumed. and Moshe says, "Asura na ve'ere, esamara hagadol azeh, madua lo yivarasne." So he says. Let me turn and look at this unbelievable sight. Madua lo yivarasne. Frakter baruch mordche Ezrachi zechut tzadik v'kadosh levracha. Vayoymer Moshe. Who did Moshe say this to? He thought it. He wouldn't say vayoymer Moshe in the Megillah. It says vayoymer Haman beliboy. Haman said in his heart. One mandomer says Zariah. The Esther baruch hakodesh nemra. The other mandomer says no. It could be daicha that. We assume from his, his, his answer, from his response, we assume what he was thinking. But the Torah says, Vayoymer Moshe. Who's Moshe talking to? Fractor Baruch Mardchai. Lemi Diber. You know who he was speaking to? El Atzmai. He was speaking to himself. Moshe Rabbeinu had to convince himself. He had to talk to himself. Moshe Rabbeinu. Should I look? Should I not look? Asura Nova the Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Moshe Rabbeinu, yes, Asura Nova let me turn and see. According to one man, the Medrash, he went five steps or three steps. According to Rabbi Yechanan Ashail in the Gears, so Rish Lakish says he just turned his neck. Why did he have to convince himself? Why did he have to tell himself that the Torah felt it so important to speak out by Yoimer Moshe? He talked to himself. So in the Baal Musar Shabbai, he says, why, you think that Moshe Rabbeinu was led by curiosity like we are? 
We're somewhere. Something's happening. Oh, let's take a look. Let's find out what's happening. Curiosity? Curiosity, unfortunately, is the Eitzas Hayetzer to get us off track. My Rabbeinu was in full control. If he was supposed to look and he needed to look, he looked. If not, he didn't look. There's no such thing as curiosity when it came to Moshe Rabbeinu. So out of the corner of his eye, he sees Hasnab Boyer Boesh, Vayoymer Moshe had a conversation with himself. Asura Navera, am I supposed to go and see it or not? He came to the conclusion, Asura Navera, let me take a look. Moshe Rabbeinu did everything in full control of what he was supposed to do. That's the Baal Musarvart, Shabai of Rabbarach Mardchai. But if we take it a little bit further, and Rabbarach Mardchai doesn't say it all in his words, as we'll see in a moment, but the way we're saying, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, you could see a snap by your ba'esh, a burning bush. Anyone could pass by this burning bush, and what are you going to see? Something out of the ordinary? No, it's burning. Negate weiter. Vayoymer Moshe, but Moshe had to tell himself, one second. Look a little deeper. Look past the surface. Don't look at the whole arum arum. Find out what's actually the nakuda here. What's going on? And when you do that, One second, there is something different here. It's not being consumed. That's abnormal. That doesn't make sense. A bush is burning and not being consumed. He had to talk to himself. He had to talk to himself. Because normal reaction of a person is, okay, it's burning and you go further. But if you really want to see what's truly happening, you want to see depth, you want to see you want to see the truth, you have to talk to yourself. You have to say, what's going on? Contemplate, what's happening? And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu Taka said to himself, Asura Novaera, there's something wrong here. Why is this snan not being consumed? The only way that's possible is if this fire is not a fire from this world. If this fire is a fire from a different world, from the Rabbeinu Shalom. And if his hasna is an enu ukol, there's something here, there's the Rabbeinu Shalom here, that Asura Novera, I have to go see what's going on. I have to find out. Someone said that's there was in Lama and Madua. Someone after the Joshua today told me there's a, a Malbim somewhere that says the Lama means why with an answer. Madua is, I have to figure out what's happening. It's not an ask or answer question. It's madua. There's something going on over here that I need to see. Madua lo yiver Zakra baruch mardchai. That when we look around our world, we will see hasneb boyer boish. Hasneb boyer boish. As we said a few weeks ago, from Otto Pragamansky, in Parshas Vayigash, after Churban Habayis, Oilam Hazeh, is a sea of tsaris with a few with a few islands of simchas of shalva as Rabbeinu Taman Sefer Ayosha writes Ulam Hazan is in a vehatlois it's a place of misfortune if a person looks around he'll constantly see that there's a snare that's boyer boish but if you follow Moshe Rabbeinu's guidance Vayoymer Moshe and you talk to yourself, and you look deeper into it, you'll see something fascinating about Klal Yisrael. 
you'll see, yes, there's a raging and burning fire in our history, in 2,000 years of Golos. Ad Hayoy Mazah, including today. There's a snare that's Boyer Boish. But you know something? If you really look deep into it, you'll see Vasna Enenu Ukol. You'll see there's something more here. There's something that you should focus on that should be not destruction, that should be godliness, Ruchnius, Rebainishaloila Masna Enenu Ukol. Vizes Said Kiyuma Shal Kla Yisrael says Rebark Mordchai. It's a Boyer Boesh. Kla Yisrael is Boyer Boesh. But of Ainenu Ukol, we're never down and out, we're never being consumed. We're never being consumed. And he continues, and you could hear him say this, We saw the burning fire. A fire shall What was he referring to? We saw the furnaces. We saw the crematoriums. The ghettos, the gas chambers. We saw Siberia. We saw the basements of the KGB. That's all hasne boyer boish. And if we want to apply it to our today, do we just not see a sne boyer boish? On Simchas But we also have the sight of asne inenu ukol. You can't stop by asne boyer boish. You have to look deeper. Harbe Roas Haboyer Boesh, listen to his words. Many people saw the burning fire, but only some of them saw the Loyukal. Zeshara Rakis Asne Boyer Boesh, those who only see the burning and raging fire, umlal. That's very depressing, very sad. It's very hard to continue after that. But Zesharaya Gamis Einanu Ukal, but if you're able to see the Einanu Ukal, Meushar, you're fortunate. You're able to chap what's really going on here. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching us. You're right, it takes work. When a person, when Kalah Yisrael is in a challenge, it takes work to be able to see the silver lining of that challenge, to see the Ashkocha Pratis and the Yad Hashem in that challenge. But Moshe Rabbeinu is telling us like he did with his speech impediment that he refused to daven for. It wasn't a tzara, it was Rabbi Nishalaylam's nice. When he was saved from Paroi, it wasn't about the tzara, it wasn't about him wandering. It was Vayatzileini Mecher of Paroi. That was the story. That to Moshe Rabbeinu was the story. You asked him, you asked him why he has a speech impediment. He didn't tell you anything about being in Paris Palace, being thrown into the New York by his mother, being saved by, by, by Bisya, growing up in Paris Palace, being accused of taking... That didn't make any difference. Those are all Zaytika details. You want to know why I have a speech impediment? Because Hashem made a nace for me. That's the story. You want to know why I named my, named my son Eliezer? Tell me about that story, Moshe Rabbeinu. You think you're going to hear about the Lashon Hara and the Mashinos and the running away and, and, and being chased? You won't hear any of it. He'll tell you, you want to know what the story is? Moshe Rabbeinu was able to hone in on that, to be focused on that, to be focused on this, what the true story is. And when he saw the snab being boyer boesh, it wasn't about the boyer boesh. It became about the hasna inenu ukol. That's what it is. Yeshua Hashem. 
the nace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the nace of HaKlal Yisrael, that there's Boyer Boesha, Boesha over and over again. But that is not the story. The story is about Asnei Nenu Ukol. People who see that Me'ushar, the Rabbeinu Shalolim is the story. That is how a person is supposed to act. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu has taught us. And that's how we were able to go through life and challenges in our daily lives that we all have. And yes, we look for that silver lining. We look for the Ashkacha Prachetis. We look for the Yad Hashem. But Moshe Rabbeinu says it's not enough to find it. It's not enough to see it. That becomes the story. When you write down your memoirs, that's the story. Why do, why do I have a chvad peh? The world is making fun of a stuttering person, Moshe Rabbeinu. They can't understand what he's saying. Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't see any of it, doesn't feel any of it any of it. Do you know why? Because the story is, that's my nace. This is the nace from the Rabbeinu Shloilam. I, what'd you need? You needed a tzara to be in a nace, to burn your hand and your finger. That doesn't make a difference. I see the Rabbeinu Shloilam. Vayoymer Moshe, it takes a talking to yourself. It takes an effort. Vayoymer Moshe, the Torah wrote it to tell us that it's not a simple thing. Moshe Rabbeinu had to convince himself Look closely. What do you truly see? You see Asnei Nenu Ukal, and that's the story. That's what this is about. And when we look back at Klai Yisrael through the generations, and we see over and over and over again, Boyer Boesh, Boyer Boesh, situation after situation, that's not the focus. Our focus is one thing, Hasnei Nenu Ukal, the Rabbeinu Shalaylam in the story. He's the story beginning to end. That's all it is. Yad HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Nisim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Vayatzileini Mecheraparoi, Hasnei Nenu Ukol. If a person is able to work on themselves, to talk to themselves, to contemplate, to see, to delve into situations, and find that Yad Hashem, and then make the Yad Hashem, make the Rabbi Nishaloylam, the story Dr. Baruch Mordechai, That's the fortunate person. We should be zoicha to be able to see the Yad Hashem, to live with the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and be zoicha taka. HaKadosh Baruch Hu just like I'm with them in this Galus, I'll be them with, with them in the, in the next Galus, in the other Galus and that they're going to be. We should taka see. Yeshua Hashem, the Rabbi Nisham is with us in the, in the Tzara, and with that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu promised, I'm going to come out with you. We should see HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring us out of this Golos. Amen. 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 Amen.